0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDSE.
1: Hope you're enjoying the start of your weekend here. You are indeed listening to Saturdays in Gippsland for Harvey Dorman, Wodthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. We're at the Gippsland Power Equipment Headquarters in Druin this morning. Good to be around the different areas in Gippsland, Sammy Watson. Certainly. i to say it's enjoyable going around to the different towns. Speaking of towns, a man, well, would he be the king of Wodthaggy? Oh, when you're the coach of the local footy team, almost. you'd be up there. You'd have keys to the city, wouldn't you? Yeah, bloody oath. Uh, speak of Jared Blair, former Collingwood Premiership player, of course, and the current Wanthegi coach. And the side have just come off a practice match against Phillip Island. Blairy, thanks again for your time, mate.
2: No worries, guys. How are we going?
1: Yeah, not too bad. And more importantly, have your fellas pulled up after the practice match against Blairie, Phillip Blairie Island? played as well, so how did you, pu- yeah, you exactly. pull up,
2: Blairie? Uh, I'm not too bad sort of, yeah, I'm, I feel okay today, I reckon tomorrow I'll be sore again, yeah, but no, it all went pretty well, it was a good hit out, um, you know, we enjoy having having a run against the all, and they're obviously a quality outfit, so it's sort of good to test ourselves going into round one, and uh, got through largely unscathed, a few, a few sort of nicks here and there for a couple of boys, but um, yeah, pretty happy with, with, with the performance, and I think um, outside of a bit of general soreness, we came through pretty good, which is good.
0: And Now that it's kind of a a regular um, fixture, the the practice match with with Philip Island and obviously the close proximity for the two towns, do do you guys view it as a bit more than a practice match? Is there there a little bit underneath the surface there or are you kind of mainly just uh, trotting out there just to uh, get a feel before the start of the season?
2: Oh, I mean, you play every game to win, whether it's a practice match or not, but... um... You know, it's not like Saggy and Phillip Island don't have history. I think it goes a fair yeah. way back to probably Bass Valley days or whatever the competition was there. Um, and even sort of our time, in my, my junior days in the Alberton League, um, we had some really good tussles with the island. And um, even, you know, through 15s and 18s, they were always really quality outfit and had some pretty talented players. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is a practice match, but you do. You want to put it all on the line because, you know, I think... Last one too before we go into round one. There's boys trying to put their hands up for selection, um, guys trying to sort of blow some cobwebs out and make sure that they're match fit and ready to go. Um, so yeah, it, it is. It's a pretty serious hit out, and it's good. It's a pretty good spectacle actually. Like the ground in Montague at the minute's in unbelievable condition. Mm. Um, Greenie and, and the council do a great job, and it's good to just have a bit of an event there before the season kicks off. Get everyone together and almost wet the appetite a little bit before um, round one in a few weeks' time. And, you know, I think going forward too, it'll be good. The island have, have had their lights upgraded over there, so it might be a, you know, back and forth every second year, which is um, which is really good for both towns.
0: Yeah, we forgot to mention Damo that thaggy did get the win over Philip Island yes. last night, and Philip probably got the win over the, over you last year, Blair. Is that right? Did they Did they pick up the win?
2: Yeah, they was covered last year, Swatter and yep. we sort of. Um, yeah. Well actually the scoreboard broke halfway through the third quarter, so I'm not exactly sure. I think I, that was Bo sorting that one out once we got yeah. on top, but um, Yeah, no, it was a good hit out.
0: Now now speaking speaking of Bo, but be honest now, did you did you mention his comments that we revealed to you on uh, Saturdays in Gippsland about the Gippsland League being a, a tad overrated in your pre game address yesterday, Blairy? N-
2: no, we haven't had it out yet. Haven't had it out with him yet, Swater. Sort of. I had a couple of beers with Bo last night but it might be, might be a conversation after we've had two or three more beers and it'll be a little bit more robust, I think.
1: Based on the victory in the practice match, Blairy, which players impressed you based on their hit-out?
2: Uh, from our side? Um, yep. Oh, young Jai Gilmore was was really solid last night. Uh, he's he's had a really good pre-season. He won our, won our reserves best and fairest last year. Um, And he's a very uh, sort of... Polish player. Once he gets the ball in his hands, he doesn't panic. Works his way through traffic and finds options. So he, I thought he was really good last night. Um, and if anything, probably just a good run for him to get some confidence in and, and you know recognize that he's up to that level and should really start to see himself as a senior player. So I was I was really happy with Jai's performance. A um, couple of boys. Uh, Sparks, he was really solid through the midfield there. I uh, had a good tussle with, with Kimber, who's obviously a quality player and has done it mm-hmm. for you know probably a couple of decades now. So. It's good for them two to go head-to-head. Um, and he's just, you know, he's a pretty polished individual. Sparky. his pre-season's been, you know, first class. And, you know, he don't perform well by accident. He's done the work for sort of, well, a fair few years now. And, um, yeah, he's starting to put it all that out in the park, which is good.
1: Speaking with one, thank you, Coach Jared Blair on the line. As we get closer to round one, Blair, do you change anything in your lead-up when it comes to training? Do you increase the intensity gradually? How do you approach the remaining weeks before a round one game?
2: Yeah, look, we'll um, this week coming now, we'll have a reasonably cruisy one Tuesday. After a hit-out like that, it's a little bit wary of just getting the boys going on a Tuesday, probably light skills and flush the legs out a little bit and Thursday, we'll we'll probably look at having a decent hit-out again Um, with the weekend off into round one. Almost, you know, have 40 minutes of match-in or something like that and give a couple of boys a look at it who didn't play last night. Uh, just make sure they're ready to go. And then the following week it'll be, yeah, we'll probably wind it down a little bit. Don't need too much of a heavy load going into round one. It's just, I think at that point, trust it. You know, the work's been done and be confident in where everyone's at, um, which which I think the boys sort of understand and acknowledge it's, it's been, you've know, said on here before, but we've done, you know, a handful of pre-seasons now for, for what, 10 games last year, so... Um, yeah. Everyone's ready to go and just wants to get out there on a Saturday and, uh, and have a kick, which is you know it's the reward for all the effort that we done over such a long period of time. Now the
0: uh, the reserves were very impressive as well last night. Blairy, are, are you pleased with the depth that you've you've got there for the upcoming season?
2: Yeah, we're really happy with our list at the minute, Um mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're sort of lucky that there's there's a group of, of young boys that are all sort of pushing each other and, and setting the standards and creating something that, you know, they all want to be a part of, which is really helpful, you know. It's, you want them to be sort of self-motivated athletes, if you like, and, and be chasing it themselves. And, you know, I've always sort of felt that, um, you know, if you let someone choose to do something, they'll, they'll they'll do it better than if they're told to do it. And this is sort of feel like that's where our group's at at the minute. They're self-motivated and you can see what's ahead of them and then they're all striving after it. So the twos boys were really good, um, you know, and there's, there's guys in there that are, genuine senior players but you know at the end of the day you can, you can only sort of pick 22 guys on a Saturday so um, there's obviously always going to be unlucky ones but you know it's great to have Andy Murray back <clears throat> excuse me um, you No, know, good one Thaggy lad played all his juniors with us and he's been down in Melbourne playing at Glen Waverley there I think he was at and, you know he sort of just decided that he was keen to come home and, and have a run with his mates again and um, yeah he, he was pretty good in that first game last night. He's obviously, a, you know, a level or two above that. He's just sort of finding his speed. He had a bit of tight back in at our pre-season camp and missed our first hit out against Croydon. So it was good to see him go around. Um, and, yeah, we're really excited with some, some of the talent that's in that group.
1: Fantastic. Uh, look, just a last couple before we let you go, Blair. In regards to, and you mentioned it before about, ostensibly having a pre-season for 10 games last year and obviously COVID with extenuating circumstances changed things and over the last two years it's effectively been just half a season of footy there so preparing for a long season ahead we're anticipating hopefully we get a full season in 2022 are you wary about managing the season in terms of the workload to cater for the fact that there hasn't been a heck of a lot of action over the last two years and fatigue may come into it
2: yeah, I think it's going, to, it's going to be an important factor in, in having a successful year is, is trying to manage guys through. Um, and, and obviously, I think we'll have to have probably some harder conversations with guys because everyone w- wants to play every week. It's, it's, it's going to be, look, mate, it might be best for you just to miss this week. Um, mm. and, and in the long run, they'll appreciate that. But at the time, when you're sitting on the sidelines for a week because you're a little bit sore and, you, and yeah, otherwise you would play or if it was final time, you wouldn't even feel those sort of niggles. But... Um, yeah, we will definitely look at sort of, uh, managing if you like, but just making sure that there's, there's plenty of opportunities for guys going through. And yeah, you know, a part of it is, is keeping guys engaged. They've had last year, there was a lot of boys starved of opportunity because we only played ten games, and they sort of start to feel like, you know, maybe they're not a chance to be a part of the senior side. But in a full normal season, and we have said this to the boys, it's, there's so many more opportunities. You know, there's no two or three week breaks between games. One of the boys is a bit tight. They miss the next week. You take your opportunity and then you lock a spot away for the season. So, um, yeah, things are a lot more open, and I think, in a full season because it, it's a real war of attrition and guys have got to manage to get themselves up for, you know, what, 25 weeks now effectively to get through to the end of the year.
0: Now, Blair, you obviously uh, wouldn't have caught much of the Collingwood game last night. Were you expecting the boys to get up going into it?
2: So, what well, I actually tipped and killed her and I don't know why I did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm spewing on myself because I, I actually looked at the, the side and thought like, oh, there's still there's so much talent there. Like they, they yeah. are, I think they'll get it done. And then I reckon I must have tipped early in the week and and left it. But yeah, I was at, it, it's it's uh, pretty exciting. I think sort of looking at the names they got there, and yeah, heaps of young kids getting it done for them. But but at the top end too, you know, you still got your Pendlebury, side bottoms, Adams, Darcy Moore's. You know, he's a season campaigner now, Jordan Ngoi, gets a full year in. I'm Maynard will be back. It's it's a pretty solid side. And then, you know, I think the expectations for them could really be anything, you know. It's obviously hard for younger guys to work through that whole season, but it's probably a little bit of what we just spoke about, is you manage them through and try and keep them at their best. Um, They could be a little bit more of a threat than maybe we thought initially, yeah.
0: Mm, yeah, unfortunately, I tipped the Saints as well, so I've learnt I've learnt my lesson there. Uh, your your good mate Steele, side bottom that you mentioned, there kicked a couple of goals. Are you surprised he's been able to keep his his game at such a high level as he moves kind of into his uh,
2: mid thirties? Oh no, not really, Swatter. Like he's a supreme talent. He's, he's got everything you need to be able to play for as long as you want and you choose to. You know, when you retire, it's not like he came in and he was lightning quick or anything like that. Um, just a really smart footballer who can kick goals left or right foot and find the footy wherever and runs all day so um, you know I've had a few conversations with him and he's obviously like he was, there was a little bit of publicity around his form last year but it's hard to play well every week when you when you got to fix holes everywhere for you, or, you know plug holes for your side every time somewhere and some things not going right you know it's like we're struggling off half back, put steel off half back, we're struggling to kick goals forward let's put steel forward like a bit of continuity in your actual position and where you play on the ground is important. Um, and I think he'll enjoy being a bit more settled in a spot and, and I reckon he's had those sort of conversations with, with Fly as well, which is um, yeah, encouraging for him because, who knows, there could be three or four more good years left in him yet, so it's good.
1: Well, Larry, really appreciate your time on this Saturday morning, particularly after a heavy practice match against Phillip Island. All the best for the upcoming week as you prepare for round one and thanks again for your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks
2: for having
0: me. Fantastic. Thanks, Blair. Yeah, I st- sold uh still a bit short there. He's only 31, so, yeah, hopefully there's a few more years left in him and he's been, even if there isn't, he's been a bloody fantastic servant for Collingwood. so... Hopefully he can. Uh, hopefully he is a part of our next premiership side, but who knows when that'll be? <laughs> you
1: could be waiting. No, I, be. I, 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 look. The at the end of the day, they're always pretty good. Collingwood are topping up. We obviously had a good chat there to a premiership player himself at Collingwood, mm-hmm. Jared Blair, the current coach of the faggy Footy Club.